the party. With its newest edition of Val, a kin from the Western Fell, and an Americ man named Mussy, who just recently joined them on behest of a mysterious figure called the Wanderer that tasked the party with finding their lost friend, Bamani, before it was too late. As you now are emerging from the woods into the more tame fields and grasslands that lie to the southeast of the great city of Threshold, you're about a half a day's journey away from the city itself. You have some time with each other before you reach any well-populated or traveled roads. So uh, why don't you why don't you guys just tell me what's kind of your marching order here? <coughs> I am not at the front. Lyrian's actually ahead of the group and scouting. Luca is goose stepping at around fifth in line here. Seeing as there's seven of you, all right. Well, Lyrian's <laughs> out front, so that leaves positions two through four <laughs> and six <laughs> and seven. Oh, thrilling. I'll take two. I would like to be as Mick next to Val, learning about the Kinlish game and oh, getting acquainted. I'm so excited. <laughs> so that puts Mick at spot number three. Mm-hmm. Very good. Two and a half. Okay. Efron will take spot number six. And I guess Reese is in between Luca and Val. As Lyrian completes his scouting ahead of the group he returns and gets in step with luca and he turns to him and says luca how are you doing uh luca looks a little sullen he's kind of courteous says, i'm i'm fine there's nothing let's just do what must be done you know i don't know if i would clarify everything that you've been through as you being able to be just fine i've been in a sense taking care of you for a while now you've suffered many wounds and You've been through quite a few traumatic things. How are you really doing? About as well as one they can do when they finalize the ascension of a demonic entity. He's visibly frustrated. Not strictly with you, but he is an angry man at this moment. Luca, I, I hope you know that I am your friend and I want to help you in any way that I can. But I cannot do that if you don't tell me. What is the matter? Well, the problem is that, unfortunately, I did not die between the cave and that ball. Now everything that I have done up until this point has been basically useless. I lost Vamak, cast him to whatever sort of life he has now, and I've created an evil god. So I think the problem is that I still exist. However, there might be a chance for us to at least ease the suffering of a mock if we can find him quickly enough. Uh, Lyrian's going to kind of leave it at that. Do you walk comfortingly beside me, maintaining your presence, showing me that you're there for me, even if I'm not ready for it? I mean, he's going to continue walking with the group, so sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Luca feels isolated now. He's walking right next to you. Efron, after a few more, you know, opening his mouth, you hear him finally speak up. Val, if I might have a word. Sure, yes. Please, any motions for you to come back to where he is and stop talking about whatever game you're talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Val, like, <laughs> presses, back. Val presses a bunch of, like, handmade, like, platinum cards, like, into <laughs> Mick's hands and then platinum comes back. Platinum cards, back wow. 
Wow, they look very like trusting. Platinum. Very trusting of Mick. Ooh. I thought this was like a hide and seek kind of game. So. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It's a very boring like. It's a very boring rich person. Gosh, game. Rich person that Val invented. He made up this game because so. he just had a bunch of these platinum sheets <laughs> laying around. Yes. Um, anyway, it. well, I must admit, I find it quite curious that one such as yourself is so willing to travel so readily with humans. Do you not distrust us? Well, I choose not to distrust, if that makes any sense at all. People are, well, humans are very interesting individuals. I do not share the same prejudices that the rest of my people do. Still, though, I would wonder if you think that any of us harbor such prejudices against the kin. Well, that is another concern. I think, given what Reese said to me, or rather that I overheard, that most of them are not from this world, I think the only person I would be in danger of receiving discrimination from would be you. I do not blame you for that. But, right now your heritage is not so important. But I need to know if I can trust you. The others, well, I do not appreciate what they have done. A part of me understands it. And where we are going, it is very dangerous for humans and for a kin who walks among humans. They will not take kindly to us. We are walking into the lion's den. Is there anything that I need to know about you? Anything that you need to tell me? Because I too choose to trust. I appreciate that. What would make you feel comfortable with me? What are your intentions? Why do you travel with us? Aside, well, actually, no. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> because a god told you to. Yeah, like, you, you two are really yeah, the only yeah, ones yeah. that currently know the stakes. Yeah. Yeah. I do not know. Normally, I like to trust a bit more, but after the events of last night, I find it a little difficult. I think, given the circumstances, that is reasonable. But... If you give me your word, that will be enough for now. I give it freely. Very good. And I have another matter I wish to discuss with you. No doubt you know the severity of our situation. I have spent some time thinking on it, yes. I find it most disturbing that a reality has visited us, and at least one of the Valors has taken notice of us. We have drawn their ire. And I'm afraid this could end most disastrously for all of us. I think potentially it already has. Yes. So at this point, Masi, who is in front of the group, sort of turns around and speaks up as you make your way onto a formal road. And he says, My friends, please, come with me. We are closing in on threshold. 
A good few miles more and we will be nearing the city itself. You can almost see it on the distance. The grand walls that surround it and penetrate it. Every inch of this beautiful city. Please, come, come. In the wide smile, he swings his axe back over his shoulder and steps onto the road and continues on the way. I'm curious if we have a plan for how we're going to navigate the city. Obviously, um, I am not going to navigate the city looking like myself, but do the rest of you want disguises? Yes, no? We've managed pretty well so far. As Reese says with his face glowing very brightly. (laughs) (laughs) Val squints at him. Um, Reese, we have managed thus far, yes. But Threshold is very different from the places we have been. Threshold is indeed great, but in it lies a great power in the form of the church. Uh, The magisters are those who work for the church, and they may not take kindly to being such as yourself. Were they to see you, I doubt they would understand your nature and perhaps would condemn you. They do not like anything that challenges their view of the world, where that could potentially be alien to them. Masi at this point has kind of turned around again and stopped, and he's actually frowning. He's like, please, please, all this dour talk of magisters. I will have none of it. The magisters will not be a problem. Threshold is a welcoming city. We can stride in as we are. Reese kind of looks between Masi and Ifran at this. I'm getting very mixed signals from the two of you. Which one is it? Do I need to disguise myself or not? Because it's quite a bit of work to do so. Tell me, my Emeric brother, have you ever been to Threshold? Not often, no. And I have not been to the more wealthy parts of the city. Perhaps long ago, Threshold was, yes, uninviting. But it is the modern age. We have advanced, I would like to think. Society, humanity has progressed. And Threshold is not only a bastion of such progress, but welcomes those who welcome such ideals. And I believe we share these minds and thoughts between one another, working in the great service of our patron, the Wanderer. Can I roll insight on this guy? Yes. Okay. Twelve. Masi is an interesting specimen. At least as far as he's concerned, you believe that he believes what he's saying. That's what I thought. And you're still not sure if it's pants or if that's just hands. <laughs> so nice to see pants you got there, Mossy. So Mossy. Roll investigation on the on the hairy legs. Mossy turns again and kind of just beckons over for you all to follow him. He's like, come. Time is a-wasting. The sun is a-wasting. The day goes on. He turns back around and waits for no one. Val pulls everybody to a stop. Uh, my experience with this city is not a positive one. If you would like a disguise, I can make that happen. Again as well, if, if I may oblige, please. I have a disguise kit myself, so anybody who needs it, please, come my way. From like 30 feet in front of you. Why are we waiting around? Because some of us are kin and we're not welcome in the city. Masi like trudges back over to you. And he's like, fine, then take your precautions. I will, thank you. Reese, would you like a disguise or no? It's probably wise to do so. Uh, We don't need to go overboard, but probably just something so that when people glance at me, they don't immediately go running off. All right. Anybody else? I can do as many of you as needed. 
Also, I think maybe something to keep in mind is that we did just um, commit an assassination in another part of the fell. So oh, people really may be away. looking for us. It was far away, yes, but that does not mean that news cannot travel. My face has served me well. And he's going to go with Marcy. Grumpy old Luca. Lyrian <laughs> turns to Val and says, Actually, it might be helpful for me. I don't quite see many people with the blue hue to their skin here. Also, have you kept your ears sort of wrapped or what? Well, most of the time I'm wearing my, my hood to my cloak. True. But my hair also covers it. They kind of barely come out of my okay. hair. All right. Uh, Val will cast seeming on everyone, even the unwilling. <laughs> because he thinks he knows best. Um, so we'll, we'll all look like various fellish individuals. I will not change anybody's height or add any additional clothing. Like purely skin, facial features, hair a different color, but the same style as all of their hair. So that if they were to be interacted with, they could be conceivably perceived to be more realistic. Do you do anything with my mask? Does it look like a face? <laughs> I can make you look like whatever you want. I don't know. I haven't seen really anyone else wearing masks around, so probably... Ugh, I don't know. Just whatever generic face you wish to give me, do so. I Turn put the, the most basic, like, <laughs> fellish male face, just, like, blank slate sim <laughs> over the front of the mask. Okay, so, so, in making everyone look fellish, this is just for Ryan's clarification... Do you make Mick and Luca, who appear more Talic, appear more fellish? Yes. Okay. <laughs> was Efron exempt from this, or was he also one of the <laughs> Oh, no, all of you. <laughs> well, well, now, wait. Now, being a Merrick, Efron is dead to magic. That's true. Oh, so. would it affect him? A low-level spell? Uh, this is a level five spell. A high level <laughs> spell with a with the Amira being dead to magic. It's more of a sort of defensive capability. I'll say in full mechanical terms, like you'll have you have advantage on saving throws. But like in something like this, Val can do it because Val is Val. <laughs> a oh, okay. human probably wouldn't be able to affect you the same way a Ken would. So here's the question. But I How can tell that a change has been made. Yes, you can tell. And even though, and like Val, you're aware that making these effects appear on Ifron was like a tiny teensy bit harder than on everyone else. Val makes a face about it. Like you've, like you've probably never felt strain yeah. from using, and I don't mean strain in the mechanical terms, just like strain from using intent. And with Efron, you actually felt like a little pushback. Hmm. How long are the effects? Eight hours. Eight freaking hours! Okay, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> no, the disguise is fine. I understand why you did this. But if you would, you, if you will change my face, you must also change my voice. My accent is rather distinct. Would you not agree? Yes, I can teach you to do a fellish accent, but I cannot make your voice sound differently. Then perhaps it would be best if we leave my face as it was. That's true. I'll dismiss uh, the seeming on. Actually, I'll just change Efron's disguise to look exactly like him, but leave the magic up. <laughs> <laughs> because Val is petty. <laughs> I appreciate that. 
Uh, Luca doesn't, however, and he, upon seeing the fact that he isn't out of skies, he scoffs, turns his head, and he's walking with Mossy. Val with twiddles Mossy. his fingers and says, you're welcome. He's a tender little guy. So it's at this point that you come to a fork in the road. Your path continues onward, and then another path takes a perpendicular turn to the right. So it's more like a T in the road. Still a fork from your position. And standing there next to a large sack, very heavy laden with clothing and supplies and materials, is this haggard man with a bit of a strong stubble, sort of a bedraggled look to him, dirtied hair, and he looks up, and as he sees you approaching, he gets like this glint in his eyes of just pure excitement. And he, he starts waving at you from like a hundred feet off or so. Mick uh, continues and goes towards him. Masi kind of looks to the group behind and he's like, I do not know who this man is and I do not trust him. No, none of you recognize him. Okay. okay. What, what does he look like? Do, do we, can we tell what race he is? He looks, or he looks fellish. Okay. Fellish, a little dim-like. So it's a little on the taller, paler side. Efron goes up to him. I guess it's the, everybody's walking this hundred <laughs> feet, you know, so it's not like a Franz like running. <laughs> Hello, friend. Good day to you. Hello. Oh my goodness! By the gods, it's really you all. I've been waiting. You must be Ifron, yes. I'm sorry. Do we know each other? No. No, there's no reason you would. I'm sorry. But let me um, compose myself. And he just. Kind of stands straight, takes a deep breath, lets it out, opens his eyes again. They're a beautiful green. And he says, you know, kind of looking between all of you, my name is, is Saren. I was sent by the Wanderer to, to meet you here. I am to be your guide, so I was told. And, and he, his, his eyes land on Masi, and he's like, who are you? Can I tell if Saren is lying? Roll an insight check. <laughs> 19. Saren is, to your knowledge, telling the truth. And as soon as Saren came up and started looking baffled and bemused by the presence of Mossy, Reese reached down to grab the axe off of Mossy's hip. Well, it's it's a big old hatchet that he's got on, like on his shoulder, Paul Bunyan style. He's going to attempt to rip it out of his hands. <laughs> okay, Mossy is going to do a saving throw to contest that question before this happens though because was that instantaneous after he said that or could we look back at Mossy to see how he reacts it was pretty much instantaneous okay uh, yeah. never mind continue then <laughs> reactionary reese <laughs> okay so brett roll for sleight of hand Ooh, not bad. 21 you are unable to grab the axe from Mossy as he kind of spins a little ways away from you. He kind of holds up his palm, his axe still over his shoulder in his other hand. And he says, Reese, what are you trying here? What is the meaning of this? Who is this man? Lyrian speaks up. He says, wait, wait. Why would we go after Masi? He had all our equipment from the Wanderer. All I know is I am very uneasy with all of this. I don't trust either of them. So Mick goes to Saren and asks him, and, and who sent you here? I, I, I don't know if you mentioned that. I, I did. The Wanderer sent me. 
who is this man that you are traveling with? Where did he come from? This is Masi. He claims to have also been sent by the Wanderers. Yes, and where did he come from, was my question. The woods. Masi is kind of getting a little defensive, or at least taking on a more defensive stance, and he's moving sort of in a circular fashion at the edge of the group over to where Saren actually is. And he says, look, I asked you to trust me, and you trusted me. I would not betray such trust so easily. I am a servant of the Wanderer. I was born a slave and freed by the Wanderer. What else is there to know? This is my purpose. This is my life. And Saren kind of just like looks at him and then looks at the six of you. It's like, I've never heard of this man. I've never seen this man in my life. I don't know who he is. I've got all this equipment and rations and whatnot that I was ordered to bring here. I left over one month ago to meet you in this exact spot. Okay, Luca goes to examine the equipment and rations. Lyrian does as well. It's equipment and rations. Are, well, does it look like our equipment? Or like, what is, what is the content of this equipment? It's like fresh bedrolls and blankets and tinderboxes and water skins and other things that you would take on an adventure. Okay, so, <laughs> so Luca stands up and he turns to Saren. And he says, so you claim to work for the Wanderer? I do. And Master, you as well? I do, yes. Well, then I see no reason why you both couldn't. Do you believe you know everything the Wanderer does? I do not. I am but a humble servant. And you, Saren, do you believe you know everything the Wanderer does? No, of then... course not. But it, it, this, this man is not supposed to be here. It's just supposed to be you six. That's what I was told. Lyrian. You said that Masi appeared. Uh, what did he say to you when you first met him? When I first noticed him, I, I gave Reese a little shake to wake him and just asked him who he was. Asked him if he was the one the Wanderer sent. Of course I would. Who else would I be? And did he ask you your name, Lyrian? Yes, he asked all of us. Hmm, interesting. Speaking to Saren and Masi. You both claim to be sent from the Wanderer, yet you do not know each other. Is there some sort of sign that you can give us that you are indeed from the Wanderer? I, I have no such thing. I can only tell you exactly who I am and why I'm here and hope that you'll believe me. Gentlemen, there's a simple way to settle this. Each of you give a description of the Wanderer, individually, to three of us. I don't even remember what the Wanderer looked like. Dude, I can't remember either. I was just hoping <laughs> someone would. Yeah. Um, can Val cast Detect Thoughts on Mossy? Yes. I will do that. Working to our advantage. Are now. you trying to get more than surface level? Not at this moment. Okay. It's a little harder to read Mossy's thoughts than it was... Whoever you cast it on last it time. It was Mick. Yeah. I'm like an open Jagger. book. <laughs> yeah. We but gotta kill him. <laughs> when you're when you're skimming sort of the, the top of his thoughts, it's very oddly basic stuff. Like, I am Masi, I am an Emer. I was born a slave. I the wanderer freed me. I work for the wanderer. I am here to help these people. All your names. Da 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 da. We must go to Threshold. We must go through Threshold. 
and that's kind of where it ends. That's so weird. I'll I'll attempt to probe deeper. Okay. Well, lucky he has advantage. I'm sorry, but you are unable to probe deeper into Masi's thoughts. Okay. He knows that I tried to read his mind now. Yes. And he kind of, like, he looks at you, not like glaring, but almost aghast. And he's like, Val, why would you do such a thing? Do not take my word. I am but a simple man on a simple task. And so you keep thinking. Luca, after yet another attempt to decipher between the two, I see no reason why we can't just have them both. Have you tried to kill us, Mossy? Why, of course I didn't. And I'm... Saren, have you? And no, 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 what? One moment, please. I see no reason why we cannot take on this most helpful gentleman into Threshold. Oh, this one is uh, most easy to see, to me at least. We should not take both with us, for one of them may indeed be sent by a Velor. We know that we have drawn the Velo's ire. And the Wanderer has promised to send one person to guide us. I do not trust either of them, frankly. But I do believe one of them to be an imposter. And one of them is sent from the Wanderer. Masi kind of steps forward and puts a hand out and goes to place it on Efron's shoulder. I don't know if Efron lets him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's wary. And he says, my brother, as he fell over me I give you my word, my bond as family, the merchant people, the traveling folk, born and bred. I would not lie to you. The wanderer works in mysterious ways. I understand him not. I understand it not. I do not know what it is. But this man, and he kind of waggles his finger over at Saren, I am getting more and more suspicious of by the second. Detect thoughts on Saren. Alright, Saren's thoughts are much more human. <laughs> and they they boil down basically to uh, what in Sareth's name is going on. Why is this man here? Why did the Wanderer not tell me this? I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I miss my father. Things like that. I don't want to <laughs> poke deeper and risk being detected. Okay. I just have two questions for you. Now directing his words towards Saren. Yes, what are they? I will answer any questions you have. I already told you I know, that. I know. But you knew our names. Well, this man did not. And secondly, you said you were instructed a month ago to meet us here. And just a question that Reese would know. How long have we been here in the new world? You've been here two and a half weeks. These god figures here continue to baffle me. Turning towards Ifran and Val, Reese asks, I'm assuming it's within the powers of these gods to be able to tell the future? Some of them. Hmm. I do not know the ways of the gods, but I would not assume that seeing the past, present, and future is outside their purview. Zvandava is not a deity I am familiar with. Well, these are all the questions I have. For me... I do not trust him, he says, pointing at Masi. But the rest of you can come to your own conclusions. So you trust me, then? Saren kind of says, looking hopefully at you. Saren. What? Please tell me. Um, you have been in the city recently. In Threshold. No. No, I only arrived at this spot an hour ago. Have you been to the city before? 
No. Mm. Well, never mind then. Look, <laughs> if it is of any interest to the rest of you, Masi speaks up and kind of steps in front of Saren, blocking your view of him a bit. His axe kind of swinging behind him like a construction worker swinging aboard, unaware of it. That Saren ducks underneath a couple times. I have been to Threshold. I know the city well. I know its people well. I will safely guide us through it. It will take us no more than a few days to traverse the city. Yet, you tell us that Threshold is a place of progress. Yes. It is a place that welcomes and accepts all people. Yes. Even though it has been under martial law for many years now. Even though there has been no progress made because of the battles with the kin to the west. Yet somehow, amidst all of this, progress has been made. Things are better than ever. Of course. This I do not believe. There are many in Threshold who are baser folk than most. And they profit off of war. But they at least share those profits with their people. Believe me if you will. And if you do not, it makes no difference to me. We must go to the city, regardless. Lyrian kind of puts his hand on Masi and kind of turns him away and almost whispering so Saren can't hear this. Where did you come upon our armor? It was gifted to me. The wanderer took me from where I was, praying, and then he gave it to me. He said, deliver this to our friends. And what is it the wanderer instructed you that we are to do? I am to simply bring you past threshold into the lands of the kin. Very well. And then he gives a stop gesture to, to Masi, and then he goes over to Saren and kind of is whispering to him out of earshot of <laughs> uh, of Masi. And everyone else is just watching. <laughs> oh, Valerie's watching 100% just... We're just kind of like following go from one end to another. <laughs> yeah, tennis head back and forth. Saren... What is it that the Wanderer told you of our journey? I, not much, to be honest, and fewer still that I understood. But, look, you must understand, I've done some terrible things in my lifetime, as short as it's been. I'm young, you hear? But I figured this was a way to atone for it, in helping you and helping, kind of motions upward with his eyes to the skies, like helping them. All he told me was something was afoot, and that I was to help. A band of six travelers. And he gave me your names. And he told me to come here. And to be here at this date. And so I set out a month ago from my home. Up north in Bastion. To this spot. So I could guide you through Threshold. And help you find... What was his name? He kind of rifles through his, his pockets. And he, he takes out a piece of paper. And there's... The whole thing is just a jumbled mess of scribbled notes. And he's kind of like turning it, trying to read the little tiny print. He's like, Vamek. I must help you find Vamek. His name is Vamak. That, <laughs> yes, yes. And he kind of points over at his, he That, exactly. Him. Yes. Vamak. And he folds the paper very carefully and places it back in his pocket. Did Zavandera provide you with descriptions of our party? Yes, of course. And he, he takes out a, from his other pocket uh, a paper, and you see very crude but pretty accurate drawings of all of you. And do we match this party? Well, for the most part, he does, pointing to Efron. A little bit him, 
pointing at Lyrian. Definitely not that one. He points at Reese. <laughs> and then he uh, he points at Mick and Luca, and he's like, they're pretty close too. But I assume then that you must be... And he digs through his other pocket, takes out the paper with all the notes. Val... Valmes... Valmes? You are... Your kin. Valmes, then. Yes? Yes. Right. And it's... Rel... Reland, Relander? Reese. You call me Reese. Reese, right. Yes, you look quite different. Uh, well, this is all very well, then, with the show and tell, but kind of scratching his head now. Uh, Reese turns toward Luca. I think I'm turning more and more in favor of Luca that we simply bring them both along and wait until one of them makes a blatant mistake and we know which one is telling the truth. All we need to do is continue until they say we need to do two different things and decide who to follow. There's no reason that we stand here outside the city not making any progress. Let us just go and we can decide this later. I agree. Do change Luca's disguise that so looks like he's frowning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes. He's always frowning. Just really deeply. <laughs> it's like a reverse Joker smile at this point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lyrian turns to the group. It's true. We are on a bit of a time constraint, as the Wanderer mentioned. Very well. I... Saren kind of grits his teeth, and you can tell like that he really, really doesn't want to do this. It's like, I'll concede to your judgment in this matter, but the longer he is with us, and he points to Masi, the more danger you are putting us in, the more danger he will get us in. What, what do you mean? You sound like you know more than you're letting on. Look, I've... I know what awaits us in Threshold, and it's not pretty. I don't know what this bugger has told you, but here... Is not a place of, what do you say, progress? <laughs> That's laughable, really. The church, the magisters, they have an iron grip and threshold. And I, I am no friend to the magisters. Believe you me. But I can help you bypass them. I can get you through this city safely. That's why I was chosen, if for nothing else. Please, at the very least, let me help you if you won't heed my words. Great question. Is Threshold at, like, the foot of a mountain range? Like, do we have to go through Threshold? It is a city that spans between two mountain ranges. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there's n literally no going past Threshold yeah, unless you, you go over mountains. Luca, not, you know, taking control of anybody who's going to sing out loud. Well, to be frank, I have always thought that it's more important that we stay out of the limelight. Whoever is correct about the condition of the city... I have no interest in becoming familiar with the ruling parties nor the politics of it. So I said we follow Siren's lead, go through quietly, and see what happens once we get outside. I say that we do that. We follow Siren's lead, and we dismiss Masi. I do not trust him. Nor do I. Don't worry, Ifron. I'll, I'll take care of Marcy. Don't you worry. I'll be here in the back with him. You are aware that he can hear us. He is <laughs> present in this conversation. Oh, I know. <laughs> Hello. I... I am disheartened that you will not trust me after I have done nothing to betray such trust. But if we must press on to Threshold, then we press on to Threshold. I am not against this. You may press on to threshold outside of our company. I must disagree. 
very strongly. I will be joining you as we enter the city. Well, Reese, you are our leader of sorts. What say you? I have made my position quite clear, but I defer to Efron's judgment at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck it on, Noah. (laughs) Very well. Very well. If you will defer to me, then we will leave Massey behind. Very well. I will be traveling along regardless. As I said, I will not leave you. Luca stabs Mossy in the back. <laughs> <laughs>